the Arizona Republican Party is done, nuked by new audio, hearing that the GOP chairman, Jeff DeWitt, met with Carrie Lake and offered a bribe for her to end her political aspirations. I have that audio and much more coming straight up. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden. Let's get emboldened. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. Make sure you go over to americaoutloud.news. Check out all my colleagues' work, as well as the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. You can find the America Out Loud Talk Radio News directly on any app store, whether that's your iPhone, your Android device, just go right ahead and download that as well as streaming through the web. You can hear 24 seven, 365 days out of the week, great quality content. Let's get straight to the story today. There's an audio recording that I am in possession of leaked originally to the Daily Mail, which appears to be the voice of both Carrie Lake and the most senior Republican figure at the time, now the chair of the Arizona Republican Party, Jeff DeWitt. Jeff DeWitt is going to be heard on this audio, which I'll play for you in just a brief moment, saying that there are very powerful people who want to keep Carrie Lake out of her political aspirations. And apparently this conversation was recorded at the start of March last year. And she goes on, to say that, no, she would rather die. Who are these individuals that Jeff is speaking of that wanted to offer money to get her out of her political aspirations? We're going to explore that a little bit. But first, before we go there, let's talk about who Jeff James DeWitt is. Jeff DeWitt assumed office as the chair of the Arizona Republican Party back on January 28th of last year. So when this all went down, he was only in office for about three months. Now, I called the Arizona Republican Party and I asked for a statement from them or if I could get an interview with Jeff. Now, I wasn't able to get a hold of Jeff, but I did get the answer machine and I found their message to be very Interesting. Listen to this. In addition, we'd like to share with you that we have a brand new AZ GOP chair, Jeff DeWitt. He is wonderful to work for, and I know you will be happy getting to know him. If you're getting this message... Oh, I bet there's a lot of people that are going to want to get to know Jeff DeWitt over the next 24 to 48 hours. I know I sure wanted to, but he did not return my phone call to the Arizona Republican office. I wish that he had. So I instead decided I would go off to do some research on my own. And you know what? I'm pretty damn good at that. Who was and is Jeff DeWitt and how did it come to him going to bribe Carrie Lake through something that somebody else offered what it sounds like? You hear the audio yourself. Well, he is the chief executive officer uh, and the former CEO 
of Superfeed Technologies. Now, Superfeed Technologies is a customized news and information feed-based application that allows people to get news feeds to publishers, social media, and other information through customizable sources and also created an app called Superfeed. He also was previously the CFO of NASA. And uh, during that time, he oversaw their strategic plan in a $21 billion annual budget fiscal operations. And after he was appointed as the CFO of NASA, which had over 800 international agreements over 120 uh, countries, he was named to be the uh, manager of all finances for Trump's 2020 campaign. That's right. He went on to do so, which you will not find on any of his LinkedIn information. You actually have to go and find out a little bit more information about him to find out that he served in that way. Now, what is really interesting is he reshuffled, meaning Donald Trump, his key staff uh, around July 1st of 2020. That's when he brought Jeff DeWitt in when he replaced Michael Glasner uh, during uh, that time as a COO. Why is that really important? Because we know that there was an 81-page filing uh, from the campaign legal center that stated that the president's re-election campaign back then hit over $170 million in spending to vendors and Trump relations by funneling money through firms that were led at that time by the campaign manager, Brad Parscale and senior campaign officials. The FEC had a complaint filed back then that also stated that people like Parscale acted as a clearinghouse and dispersed Trump campaign funds to contractors. Who would have known about this but none other than Jeff DeWitt? That's right, the guy who is now in charge out in Arizona and offering a bribe, should you believe the audio about the play, to Carrie Lake. Now it gets even more interesting. What did Jeff DeWitt do here? Well, he ruined voter confidence because if this is the type of backroom deals that are going on in Arizona, then you got to imagine this is going on all throughout this entire country, that there are very powerful people offering money. When Carrie Lake talked about this during PAC, people didn't believe her because she didn't name names. In fact, let me play that audio for you first. Here it is. This is her speaking about her campaign run at the CPAC. I decided to share this. It's a little bit controversial, but I'm going to put this out. Somebody showed up at my door this week. They called me before and said, I got to talk to you in person. This can't be done over the phone, which is always kind of like, uh-oh, what's that going to be about? They came to my door and they tried to bribe me out of getting out of politics. This really happened. I'm telling you this because this is how disgusting politics is. A mom who runs for office and they're afraid of me they tried to bribe me with a job title, with a huge salary, a position on a board. This is how they do it. And I said, are you kidding me? I walked away from a big job and a big salary. I'm not motivated by that stuff, guys. I'm not. When Carrie Lake made that speech, Democrats and liberals were like, no, you did not get in any way, shape or form bribed. Stop this. You're telling lies once again. First was election interference. Now you're trying to say that there's some big powerful entity out there that tries to bribe politicians that they don't like. They want everybody in a line. Oh my. Well, it looks like the goods are now out there because the person that she supposedly met with is now released as Jeff DeWitt through this audio. 
And it is not a good look for Jeff. It's not a good look for the Republican Party. And heads need to roll over this. And I also would say this isn't a good look for Donald Trump either. This is a miserable look for the Trump re-election campaign. The fact that he trusted this guy at NASA and then continued to trust him for all of his campaign finances. And I would also probably expect Democrats are rightfully going to use this against the Republicans, even though those that live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones because I'm pretty damn sure George Soros and all the people in the Democrat Party are doing the same damn thing. So this guy used to be the Republican Arizona treasurer. He succeeded uh, Doug Ducey uh, when he was sworn into office. Eventually, he worked himself up into Donald Trump's national campaign. Uh, then he was the campaign state chairman for Arizona for many, many years until not rerunning. He also was a district level delegate at the Republican National Convention in Arizona. This guy is the epitome of connected connected to very powerful people. Again, NASA's old chief financial officer. So when he knocks on Carrie Lake's door, I would like to say, when you listen to this audio, I'm proud of Carrie Lake for standing up for herself. I'm not a huge Carrie Lake fan, but I might become a Carrie Lake fan at the end of all this. Although, here's my problem. Carrie Lake should have went public with all of this, all of this immediately after it happened. I won't keep you waiting any longer. It's a long audio clip. I'm not going to censor any of it. I'm going to go straight into it. It's about five minutes and 56 seconds. And then we'll talk on the opposite side. Let me know what you think. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. Can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. Mm -mm. No. 10 million, 20 million, 30... No, no, no. A billion, no. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is. I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone. I can't think of a single person in a federal race who's lost, ran in and won. I can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I'm not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. So what's going on? What is, uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Uh, this is, this is, this is back east. They, there are very powerful people that want to keep you out. I know oh, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So. This conversation never happened. Th this is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't, don't go. Do you ever though? I don't get myself in trouble. This, if you, if you, if you say no, that's just fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I know. They're gonna have try to have me murdered. <laughs> I don't doubt that either. Saints world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I mean, the car, they said the cartel's operating in 50 states right now, like all 50, you mm -hmm. know? So. So what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell you the what. Let's just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't, because they say, I got offered to buy out. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't use it. 
because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's the, my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her, she's a great candidate, because they don't own me, and it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not it's about ownership. It's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that's it. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But Just team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay opportunities. <laughs> but, I'll tell you what I can offer you. But, um, I said, you can do whatever she wants. Talking head, this and that. So, the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, this is, has to stick us. Was, is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her, to keep her out? And I said, well, what are you willing to do? Like, whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. I mean, and you know I love Trump. I mean, I love Trump. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not. But at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win again. I don't know that he can win again. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people, it's not only about like, control or agenda, it's just about the ability to raise money to win. You know? If you really want to know, all of what looks, politics falls down to money. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even on their end, like what makes them the most money? I know. These, all these consultants don't want their, their payday to end. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am not, if they're going to steal the election to make me and our, our movement go away, I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona. Or. To carry their torch and their voice. Or. You don't go away. But you pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. You pause. And refill your coffers. No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now. And um, we don't have time to, to pause on this battlefield. You're not. You, what, you can't scratch their back. It's not for you. Yeah. You don't have anything to offer them. And they're sitting around people that have stuff to offer them. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's a, it's a scratching club. That's all DC is. It's a big mm -hmm. scratching club. You're in no, you're in no position to scratch anybody's back, and you've already made it known that if you get there, you're not going to scratch anybody's back. I don't scratch people's back. You know, I was, I've been on the outs for a lot of people for a long time, because I don't scratch my backs. Mm -hmm. You know, where are we in two years if they steal the election again? Listen to what you're saying. Why don't we do something about it? So that we the people can pick our... What can we do? I'm not willing to accept that. And I'm going to be the biggest pain in these people's... Go back and tell them that. Mm -hmm. I'm running, and I'm going to be the biggest pain in their... And I'm willing to tell them that. And they're going to have to kill me. To stop me. I know, I know. We just listened to the audio that was leaked of Jeff DeWitt offering a bribe to Carrie Lake to end her political aspirations. We don't know who these very powerful people are, but there was a ton, a ton of little nuggets. And what Jeff DeWitt was saying
that I believe leaves many, many more questions to be answered. And I'm hoping to get the opportunity to speak with the Arizona Republican Party. I'm hoping to have the opportunity to start unearthing a little uh, more information. And I also believe that Carrie Lake owes a bit of an explanation on all this as well. I'm assuming that Carrie Lake is the one who leaked this audio. But why now? Why is Carrie Lake coming out stating that here it is, Jeff DeWitt, this is the guy who uh, was in the middle of bribing me. How come she didn't put this out when it originally happened? I think that that is a major problem. Now, according to the Daily Mail, two sources have now confirmed that Jeff DeWitt's identity as the speaker, that that is him, that was recorded. And apparently there have been multiple requests from mainstream media and they are not responding, nor is Carrie Lake responding. And at the time, this was apparently uh, when this conversation was had, it's when she was thinking about running for the United States Senate. And so one of the things we hear in all this, they say, you know, these people, uh, they have big money and she calls them the globalist. Who are the globalist? Who are these people in the Republican Party or in the no party, the uniparty, I don't know, that are offering this type of money through Jeff DeWitt. I love the fact he says to her, you know, I'm an outsider too. I don't get caught up in that. Bull, that is a lie. You are not an outsider. You were named as the CFO of NASA by the Trump administration. Donald Trump himself made you his COO of his campaign for all finances. You are as close to an insider as you can possibly get. You have been a devil in the details uh, mainstream individual. You do not get to tell Carrie Lake, oh, I'm just this little Arizonian. Oh, I'm just trying to make things good for you, Carrie, and, and, and all Americans. Jeff DeWitt, you need to resign immediately. You need to resign because you're taking meetings with people who are altering the will of the people. You're taking meetings with globalists that have an agenda that is not the will of the people, the voters in this country. And if you're doing it here and we're just finding it out, I believe that we're seeing it elsewhere as well. Perhaps the reason why Carrie Lake is able to say there's election interference is because of nimwit Jeff DeWitt himself offering bribes for her to end her campaign before she even gets started. And this also explains, Jeff, why there was a conf confrontation between you and Carrie Lake back after she ran for Senate. That's right. On May 20th, the Gateway Pundit ran photos that Carrie found you at a restaurant and you completely were destroyed by her because you were not supporting her election fraud lawsuit. You would not go there. Now, why wouldn't you go there? My guess is, Jeff, you've been paid off. That's what I'm going to say. Allegedly, if these people are going to offer this type of money to Carrie Lake, of course, they're going to offer you money to make sure that you don't offer any public support in what she had going on. This likely explains why you were playing dumb during Lake's trial, stating that you didn't know anything about what she was talking about. So what we know now is Jordan Conradson, all right, spoke of to the, the Gateway Pundit, uh, spoke with the publicist of Carrie Lake and stated that they were having dinner and the entourage uh, walked up to Jeff DeWitt 
And so his account was, when Conradson confronted DeWitt, he purported to have no clue that Carrie Lake's historic election lawsuit was being heard just a few miles from the restaurant. And still he claimed that election integrity is his top priority. Lake and her attorneys later spoke to DeWitt and he played dumb, acting like he didn't know what was going on with Lake's lawsuit or trial because he was too busy to follow along. According to others close to the conversation, one said that Carrie Lake ripped Jeff a new one for not showing support on Twitter or the Arizona GOPS website. Attorney Brian Blem and Kurt Olson also spoke to Jeff and urged him to see the importance of this lawsuit. So Jeff, apparently... Maybe they couldn't get the carry lake and they got to you. Do you see how this looks right now, Jeff? Because that's what it looks like to me. But Carrie, I have a problem with the way you handled Jeff DeWitt as well in your office or wherever this conversation was going as you guys were munching down lunch or whatever that was that we're hearing in the background. I'm sorry to my listeners, that wasn't clean audio, but again, it's a privately recorded conversation apparently, so they weren't thinking about the audio quality. I want to know, Carrie. When he says, you know, these are really powerful people. Why didn't you either say the Jeff? I want names, Jeff, or get the hell out of my office. Please explain to me if you were supposed to be a senator and you really believe that you were going to go and be independent in Washington, D.C. Why can't you stand up the Jeff during that moment and say, you know what, Jeff? We're done with this conversation. I don't feel that this is fruitful. I don't like the way that you're talking to me. I don't like that we're having this. Why couldn't you do it? And then how come you wouldn't expose him? Because we have Jeff begging you. He even says right on the tape, you heard it. He's like, oh, please, you know, whatever you do, uh, this conversation never happened. That should be your first thing as an ethical, moral person to report. When somebody says, oh, we just can't let anybody know that this, this conversation happened. And then there's a veiled threat in all of this as well, Carrie. I hear him say, you know, well, you know, the cartel's active in all 50 states, they say now. Was that a threat against your life if you don't walk the line? Because it certainly sounded that way to me. And I'm pretty sure in Arizona, of all places, that would be a, a major threat. You know, maybe I'm a little bit more isolated here in the Northeast than along the border. But yes, if they're active in all 50 states, are there individuals that have that type of money that are also working with the cartels, which would then go straight to the Republican talking points that there's people that have big money and politicians that have big money that are keeping the fentanyl crisis and the border crisis alive. Do you see how one thing starts the spiral to the next? And no, that's not a conspiracy theory because Jeff DeWitt now has confirmed that this all is going on in his own words to Carrie Lake. America, we have a major problem right now. And that major problem is you cannot trust your election. That is plain and clear. Forget what Donald Trump was saying just a few years ago, because now we know that the person that Donald Trump hired is a fraud, that that person is passing along bribes, trying to push somebody that's a high profile candidate out of office. Shame on the Republican Party in general. The Republican Party is completely failing America just as much as the Democrat Party and their identity politics are completely failing this country as well. You have a Democrat Party that wants to push us openly to socialism and wants to get away because they can't stand the Constitution. And they will listen to my words and they'll be like, oh, no, we love the Constitution. You better check your uh, constitutional love in terms of your progressivism and whether or not you truly do love the Constitution. Because let me tell you, what I'm seeing is completely different. 
But the Republican Party, oh, don't get me started on the Republican Party. The Republican Party under uh, the current congressional leadership is unable to produce a damn budget that's going to, in any way, shape, or form, start to address the issues that many people elected them to start to address. There is no leadership in the Republican Party. I can tell you who the leader is in the Republican Party. It's very simple. It's called Benjamins. The Republican Party right now is led by Benjamins and Abe Lincolns and George Washingtons. That's right. They're led by money people, by the faces on the greenbacks that they're putting in their pockets in order to sell your financial interest off and down the line to the next person. The Republican Party is completely morally bankrupt at this point in time. There can be no trust in the next coming election in either political party whatsoever. The fix is in. People like Jeff DeWitt and this account with Carrie Lake has now all confirmed that this entire time, you're damn right there's been election interference. Election interference by the billionaire class like George Soros. Election interference like the Koch brothers. Election interference by all the different mainstream media companies that control the narratives like Sinclair Multimedia. That's right. That is election interference. Election interference by the alphabet agencies at the direction of former Vice President Joe Biden in order to make sure that certain information gets signed off by 51 security agencies. Are you seeing how this play out right now? Are you seeing that this is no longer conspiracy theory? This is no longer just Bernie Sanders getting up and saying the elites control everything, the 1%. This is literally the 1% control everything that you get to do. They're controlling who you vote for. They're trying to take control through dollars. And you know what? Good for Carrie Lake for not caving in in that moment, even though I disagree with the fact that she should have been speaking up this entire time. I think a statement also needs to be made by Donald Trump now on the integrity of Jeff DeWitt and the 2020 campaign finances and whether or not some of these uh, purported campaign legal centers complaints uh, were true back then of all these millions of dollars. And if Jeff DeWitt did anything wrong, I think he should be under more scrutiny at this point in time as well. What do you guys think? Do you trust the election knowing that there is this type of conversation going on in the back room? Do you, do you have a problem with this? I think we all knew that this type of stuff went on, but hearing it and how nonchalant, you know, we'll just get you a CEO. Basically we'll get you a board position, a really good paying job. And we you only need to get out for two years, just two years. And we never had this conversation, Carrie. Just, uh, you know, don't, don't worry about it. just eat your potato chips or whatever you got there. And we'll just move on and uh, we'll all be good here. Forget about it. Forget about it. This is the new mafia. This is the new mafia right now. What's going on in your local districts. Now, I have something here in Delaware that I can share years ago. Years ago, there was a candidate that was running against, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Chris Coons. Chris Coons was going up against a candidate by the name of Kevin Wade. And I remember going to the GOP Republican office because I was asked to do photos for Kevin Wade. And I actually believed in his message because he was a libertarian at heart. And I felt that he had a lot of things that he was running for. And I thought he would represent Delaware better than Chris Coons. And I don't think I was wrong in that whatsoever. But during a debate, Ebola came up. This was like back uh, 2016, I think, when Ebola was one of those headlines. 
And they started going back. It might even been 2012 now that I think about it. But they start talking about Ebola. And I said to him afterwards, he goes, well, how do you think it went, Greg? I said, you got to get off the Ebola talking point. I don't know why that took up so much time. I was like, well, public health, you know, people, that's a, that's a big topic. I said, Kevin, all the stuff that you talk about all the time. We talk about the finances, talk about the reform that's necessary of government, talk about trying to limit government, reel it in. That's all opposing points to Chris Coons. You just completely played into his entire pocket the entire way. Where is the leadership here from the Republican Party to help you in all this? And I met with those people that were there in an office in Newark, Delaware, off Main Street. It was a filthy office that was a barely a storefront. The Republican Party had nothing put together in here. We sat at kind of donated tables and chairs, and it was absolutely embarrassing that the Republican Party would allow themselves to be represented in that way and offer such poor guidance to one of their major candidates in a race that actually mattered in this country. And so I know that that is a microcosm story, but I think it revolves around the other 50 states and Jeff and so many other people. I know for a fact I have a couple political parties. They've wanted me to enter into local politics. I can tell my audience right now that's not going to happen. I have no interest in running for politics because I don't believe you can actually run for politics and change anything in the current system where it's at. And I have much more reach through this podcast and presenting information and interviewing people than I ever would as a politician. This show today, the audio that I just shared, chances are people don't know about it. Make sure you go and you share this with somebody. You can also go over to uh, my Patreon page. If you want to help support me, you can register with an email address for free. You don't have to subscribe. Uh, You can get premium content if you do subscribe, but I would love for you to join the Bold American community. Go over to patreon.com backslash America Emboldened, where you can join right now. We can get this message out to other people to try to get better election integrity here in the 2024 election. But we can only move forward this way if we start exposing the corruption in the Republican Party, in the Democrat Party, and all these leaders across this country that are willing to take this type of unethical action during a candidacy that was popular for the voters. Shame on Arizona. Shame on Jeff. Hopefully, I honored your time well. I'll be back on Friday with a phenomenal show. My guest just got done doing Tim Pool. He had the number one uh, most downloaded show in Tim Pool's show history. And he's going to be right here coming back for the second time on American Bolden. It's the first time he's been on the show in 2024. Last time I had him was actually December of 2022. So looking forward to bringing Ben Davidson on talking about the earth catastrophe cycle, politics, and so much more. Maybe we'll find out why those billionaires are building some bunkers. You've been listening to American Bolden with Greg Bolden. Be bold, America. (laughs) 